What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. What's good, y'all? Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Happy Tuesday. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. It's a week and three days. Three days before Christmas, Mo. What is Christmas to you, Deidre? It's, I mean, in the earth, it's the time of year that we celebrate Jesus' birth. Mm-hmm. You know? But I said what to it you, means not to me. In the earth. Oh, no, I'm just saying, well, what it means to me is, you know, just to celebrate Jesus mm-hmm. as we do. Well, we do, we celebrate him every day in this mm-hmm. house. Um, so that's what it means to me in the time of, excuse me, for family and togetherness and um, just sharing with one another. Okay. Yeah. Spending time. Enjoying one another. A couple of gifts. Celebrating Jesus. Yeah. The Father celebrating Jesus a couple of gifts. Well, we do do a couple of gifts. Oh. What you want for Christmas? You. All I want for Christmas is you. You like that, don't you? I did. I liked it. It made me, made me tingle. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Anyway. Moving on. How was your day? You know how my day was. It was a lot. It was rough. It's going to be okay, though. It's going to be okay. I can't, can't let them okay. hold me down. No, but you, you were a light today. Yeah, I try well, to be. Well, you try to be a light every day. Try to be. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about the fact that you, in spite of the hecticness of your day, you still allow the Lord to use you. He live, he live here. So, he live here. Sometimes it'd be a lot, I know. He live here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just amazing. The different different people that I work with and different personalities, different things they got going on in their life. And, you know, one more thing to make me feel grateful for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, perception. Perception, y'all. Perception, 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 perception. It is a powerful, powerful word. How people see perceive things. things, yeah. How people receive it. How people analyze it in their head and how it comes out. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me, man. Because you know, I just, I guess I'm real optimistic. I, I just don't see. I see good in a lot of stuff. And you see, as we always know, the the example that's given, you see the glass as, try to always see the glass as half full versus being half empty. Yeah, so I, I got a glass half full. I'm like, cool. I got that bottom half. I'm good. I ain't got but another half to go. I'm good. But some people see it like I ain't got nothing but a half a glass of water. Who? What I'm going to do with that? Yeah, I'm going to still be thirsty. Yeah. I might as well throw this half a glass out. Yeah. But it's a lot, man. It's it's amazing how some people, some people live in their blessing, walk in their blessing. Their blessing is present in front of them, but they can't see the blessing. They don't appreciate the blessing. They don't. They just worry about what happens after the blessing. Or 
It's just, it's, it's amazing to me, man. But that's just because what you get used to, Mo, what you get used to doing and being and living, if it's, you're used to negative, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You used to speak in negativity. You, that becomes, you know, just like, you know, being positive and, and, you know, saying positive things and just being positive becomes a way of life. So does the exact opposite. But that's, that's a learned thing. You, you, it is. You are shaped and formed into that from someplace, from somewhere. Right. That's a, that's a seed that's sowed. Right. And when it gets that strong to where you were, you know, that is possibly some good on one end, but you just decide to sit in the bed, then that's when you know it's a stronghold, man. That thing. It's just, it's just, I'm Mm -hmm. just grateful. Yeah. It makes me grateful for the great times. It makes me grateful for even the bad times, what we learn from it, when we see God move on it. So it's just, it's just good. It's just, it's just change your perception, people. Glass half full. All right, so here's one thing I want to talk about today. I want to bring up to you dream jobs. Mm-hmm. You had, first of all, when you was younger, did you have a dream job that you really, really wanted to do? No. Nobody never asked you <laughs> what you wanted to be? I mean, I think you say, the, you know, you say the same thing. You say, I want to be a teacher. I want to be, you know... A doctor. I want to be a lawyer, but like you know, literally, it really wasn't a matter of you know. Yeah, I know for sure that you know what I'm saying. Some people like when I was I knew since you know I was a child that I wanted to be a teacher or I wanted to be a doctor or I wanted to be. Um, I I don't know. I really don't know. What about now? Now, what do I want to be? Yeah, if you, I mean, do you still dream <laughs> about a career, about a job? What would, what would it be right now? Well, I told you before we started that you looked at me like I was crazy. No, I didn't. You did. No, I didn't. You did. Because yeah. I said a model and you looked at me like I was crazy. So how bad would you want to be a model? I would, I want to be bad enough that I would, you know, go through training and all that stuff or whatever. Okay. But I I want to not just be, okay, not just say be, you know, because when people think of models, they think of, you know, a pretty face, um, you know, uh, and I'm not going to even say petite size body because now you have models of all different sizes. Yeah, curvy. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm here for the curvy girls. And that is beautiful to me, but only, but what what makes it even more beautiful or even more powerful is when you have someone um and you know the brand that I follow um Jay Bolin yeah and there's this one lady um and she has the uh, real low 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 hair or whatever mm. but not only is she a beautiful person she has a beautiful testimony and so i just think that to be honest and i say that model because you know i like dresses you know i like clothes um, and, but that, that for me, if I could do so, that. So the whole time when I was saying about 195 dresses, uh-huh. you were saying, stop exaggerating. I was you in, de- I was in denial, was but in really denial. I don't have 195, but 
You got more? No, I don't have more than, and you know I don't have more than 195. But what I'm saying is, um, so you just got if, 195. If if, if 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 shut up, boy. If that's something that I could do, I would do it. But I also enjoy the, the part of what we get to do. I I I enjoy. I mean, of course, I knew when I was younger that I did want to go to school and I did want to go to college. I don't think I ever like focused it on what I wanted to be. Even once I got in middle school or high school or something like that, I don't think I focused on on saying I know specifically what I wanted to do. Okay, and then in in high school, um, in high school, I was so totally wrapped up into you. And that's that was that was it. I was completely wrapped up into you. Before high school. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I really didn't, I don't know why I didn't give it. Like, I knew I wanted to go to college, but I wasn't like set on, you know, I want to do this particular thing or that particular thing. I can't say that I was. Mm. Um, now that we are here where we are and I'm the adult that I am, um, and I played a very significant role in raising our children, mm. I thank God that that was what I was able to give, if that makes sense. Yeah. The most important role that I'll ever play is that of a mother. And, of course, that of a wife. But that of that of, of, of being, you know, their mom. But now, like I said, if I could do it every day, it would be to do, um, it would be that. But it would also be this, you know, um, to, to talk about, to be able to encourage, to be able to uplift, to be able to um, counsel and, you know, give hope. I guess that's what I'm saying. Mm. So, you know, that whether you classify that as a motivational, motivational speaker, you know, whether you classify that as, you know, coaches or counselors, this is what I love doing because I know the... I know what God did for us. And so that's something that I would want to share with yeah. the world. With other couples, with other, you know, families. Like I said, it, it's not, you know, our everybody has their way that they do things and everybody has their niche. But I think for me, this is, and I fought it for a long time. Even when you first tried to pull me in, you know, I was like, no, so I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't really have nothing to add to that. I don't want to, you know. I got issues of my own. I don't feel like that. Baby, we are marriage counselors. We need to be together to counsel. Will you go ahead? Yeah, I did say that. People started believing I ain't had no wife. They thought I, I was did. lying. Oh, they always knew you had a wife. No, they didn't. Sweetie. They thought I was lying. They always knew you had a wife. They said, Mr. Johnny, where your wife? You always talk about what you and your wife do and how y'all solve problems. We ain't seen her we yet. We ain't never seen your wife. Where she at? Where she be? I said, well, she busy. You didn't say that I was busy. Did you say I was busy? So she, she's at another engagement. You're crazy. I just, you know, I just think that, um, like I said, I've come to the realization because I think a lot of it, you know, after we started having kids, my it went purely off of what I'm going to do into what I need to be doing for them. All right. So my question was... I answered your question, Mobley. What are you, what would you be willing to do now mm-hmm. to become a model? I told you, get the training. 
you know, learn how to walk. I'm an okay walker in heels, not a great walker in heels. So what if, what if, because what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is my thought, my thoughts are, you know, career over your relationship, over mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Or career versus relationship or family. So, mm-hmm. you know, even talking about those who have um, a career, and it's a lot of people that go to school and uh-huh. go to college and right. get their masters, their doctrines, and then they get to a place to where they want to, you know, pursue mm-hmm. their career, whatever that may be in whatever lane. Mm-hmm. And then they fall in love. They meet someone. Mm-hmm. And as we know, in a relationship, when you meet somebody or you trying to form a relationship or whatever, that requires invested time, right. things you got to do, all that. So a balance has to happen. So can a person balance their their career over their relationship? This, this is something else that just came to me. So what's the difference between a career, a career and a job? I mean, I think a job is just something that you're doing to, to make money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just something you're doing to, to meet the need a at career, that moment. A career is something that, what, you live, you love? I guess it would be something that you you would, I, I would think if I could put one word behind it, job Temporary, career, long term. Okay. Because I've actually talked to a couple of people and I've asked them what was their dream job, mm-hmm. what they would like to do, mm-hmm. and they said they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Say, well, would it would it be this? And they said, no, I'm just good at this. Mm-hmm. And I make good money. So right. I just stick in it. Right. So how many people, how many people are, are just they learn quick and get uh, they're great at stuff and they move forward with it and just never find a niche, never find what they were put on this earth to do. Right. A lot. A lot of people. They mix that with relationship, mix that with children, mix that with finances, just mix it with the everyday hustle and bustle of life. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to talk long about this. I, I want to... My my you okay, my dream job, you already knew what my dream mm-hmm. job was. What was it? Well you said I already know, so you don't know? Tell me. A chef. And so I could give you the same question. So what would you do? Is that something that you would still desire to do today? Let me tell you something. From the from the day I knew I wanted to be a chef, I knew it was an art. And I had my brother in law come to me one time and he said that's what he wanted to do, which I had no idea mm-hmm. that he wanted to be a chef. Mm-hmm. And he had an opportunity where he can go ahead and go to school and, you know, get his credentials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, well, what you ain't no man? Just do it. He said, just do it. I said, yeah, just do it. Guess what? And literally, that's what he did. He did it. Like, like he, he said, went to school. just do it. And he like a... And he's doing it now. Doing yeah, very well. He's like a chef. It's something he enjoyed doing. And it's an art. It's literally an art. Yeah. So I love doing it because one, it's an art. It's something that that takes thinking. You have to be creative, develop stuff. You can create stuff that people never tasted before, never seen. Mm-hmm. And it makes people happy. And it makes people happy. 
And that's what I found out. That's the reason. One of the main reasons I like to do it because food makes people happy. It just do. <laughs> oh, I ain't never seen. I ain't never seen nobody eat food and be mad and be mad about it. Because when I was a little girl, my mama told me that I used to dance and moan when you eat. Mm-hmm. That's sing. crazy. Because Paige do that. And but I think Brianna did it too. I think Brittany, when she was. I a baby. think Brittany do it too. Go to what, what meal she eating. It was uh, a couple of the girls did it, and like I said, my mom said I would do it too. But it does. Yeah. Who do you see me angry and eat like good food? You can't stay. You can't be angry and eat good food. Good food can bring you out of your anger. Yeah. You're you right could about be that. mad. I can be like, you know what? You get on my nerve. You make me sick. Ain't nobody really. Oh God, what is this? Right. This is right. Good. This is good. And normally, what what is that food for you? That, a good, maybe, I think for you it's a good marinated steak or a good, you like oysters a lot, so or scallops, a good good yeah. flavored scallop. Yeah, steaks. Grill, grill scallop. The, the best steak that I've ever tasted was that time we was in Virginia and we went to Steak and Ale. Do y'all might know don't what know. Steak and Ale is? Y'all might don't know what Steak and Ale is. This might have been before y'all time. Steak and Ale is an old school restaurant. It looked like a little old English house. Yep. Yeah. And they had one in Savannah. And we was in Virginia. We were in Virginia. This was after AIT. Yeah. When I rode that long Greyhound 24 hour Greyhound. To come ride, see her man. To come see you graduate. And y'all, you know how you be younger and you be like, we we was just we was balling till we was falling. Is that a saying? Yeah, we ball was out balling. till you fall out. We was balling for a bit little bit. And so we literally went to Steak and Ale two nights straight, didn't we? I don't know. I think we went. We did. I know the one night we went. The 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 steak was butter. It was amazing. It melted in your mouth. Yeah, I ain't never tasted one like that. since then it was amazing. I done had some good steaks, but that was the best steak I've I ever. Yeah, it was really nice. But and I do think that we went there one time because that's when you know. Of course, some people would say like a hundred dollars ain't nothing out, but we I think we spent a hundred dollars that first night. And it was so good, I believe we did go back the second night. Well, I don't remember the second night. I couldn't get my my head out that first night. So, But I think I would, to learn the craft, I would go to school. I would do all that. Um, so do it. Well, I need, to, I need to tighten up with this psychology stuff first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 so I yeah. got a couple of more You got a couple more classes, and you will get that done. Yeah. Get get that done. But the 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 chef thing, I think that is something I will. And at this point now, it wouldn't necessarily be to open up a restaurant or nothing. Mm-hmm. But I would do, I believe I would make that a part of some type of program that we would have for For counselors. couples. For so, couples. Yeah. 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 I, got, I got a cousin who actually got he got a something like that. And he has um he has a massage and then he has a friend that's a chef. And they come to your house and they give a couple they do massages. That as a service. And then yeah. they, you know, so it's it's good stuff, but stuff like that, man, is needed. Um and if you can get good counseling, help your marriage, get equipped, and then after that feed you real good. And then, you know, get a massage and leave you butt naked on the table with a stomach full. Just saying. Some stuff, some stuff can go down. 
But what is this leading to, Mole? What you think it leading to? <laughs> After you get a good meal. You awful. And I done treated you right. But you can't get it's me stuffed. It's time to go night you can't night. Get, you can't get me stuffed, though. You know, well, just enough food. You can't get me stuffed, though, because then I'm uncomfortable. Then you're uncomfortable? Then I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, to do like them season people say, you got to let my food digest first. Yeah. No, let me take a nap. Let me that's take a what nap. you tell me. Let me take a let nap me, right let me, quick. Let me, take, let me let my food digest. Yeah, let me let my food digest. You know, give me, give me about, give me about, let me, let me get about three hour, three hour I nap. I can't stand you. Set the clock. I cannot stand when you. When I wake up, girl, you a whole fool. I'm gonna break you down. You a whole fool, and then guess what, y'all? It be the next morning. I break you down though. You don't. It'd be the next morning. No matter when the breakdown happened, I broke you down. Right. right. That's all that. That's all I'm saying. So iPad is talking, y'all. But yeah, the dream job over the family. Now, now, of course, I wouldn't sacrifice my family for nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, but what at at what point does a spouse? Support. So I'm gonna tell you a couple of times in our life. So me and my me and my my best friend, he's my brother. Um, he's actually done the part done a podcast with us. He do um Fresh Twenty Four. He does um every Monday morning at six thirty. Uh, a spiritual nugget to help you start your week. Mm -hmm. But. Me and him started um, Family Life Builders. And, of course, he has that same desire to help families as I do. And mm -hmm. um, we started Family Life Builders. And I remember this. We um, both, I don't know how, but we both became unemployed at the same time. Still not positive how that happened. But mm -hmm. our wives were working. And... We started doing family life builders where we was going into the schools and counseling and counseling, mentoring kids. We didn't call it counseling. We mentor, mentor kids. So we were literally going to the schools. We had a system, a program set up where we go in there when school starts and then we will leave when school was over. But we had several sessions in between that, that where we had talked to a group of kids, um, different grades, what have you. And that would actually be a part of their curriculum. They would have to come talk to us. We would talk to them. We would break them up. We'd help them with, you know, schoolwork. We'd get them help however we needed to be. Mm -hmm. um, talk about family stuff, whatever. But we helped them get through some stuff, and then we equipped them. But the greatest thing about that was that was a dream of me and Clint's at that time. Mm -hmm. And... The great one of the greatest feelings was to have you and Angie's back. Y'all had our back like, like it was crazy. Yeah, I remember that. You told that. me you said, "Go, do what you do. Full out, I got you." Yeah. And I know it was crazy sometimes because we was once we started doing it, it started growing. We started getting contracts to go to the youth detention centers, the jails. We was talking. And you know Chatham County and effing not 
was it FM I think County? It was maybe Bullock. Bryant County, Bullock Bryant County. Somewhere. Yeah, so we was talking at different places that we, we got a good flow going. Um, but of course, at the end of the day, to keep something like that fuel, we have to have finances. And once we started leaning on the schools and stuff, because a lot of that stuff they were getting for free. So we started leaning on them a little bit to, you know, when the next fiscal year come around that they'll help us, you know, be able to do some stuff and bring on some more people because it was growing. And, you know, that was a little challenge. But at some point in time, I had to go back to work. Come on, my beautiful wife here. She was, she was, we was drowning. Like, I ain't talking about above water. I'm talking about we was bloop, bloop, bloop. Bubbles were getting real low. And I looked at her, and then I remember that day she said, I said, well, baby, these contracts, these, these people ain't signing these contracts fast enough. What we look like, I used to always ask you, what, what the temperature of the crib, what we look like. We good, baby. Go ahead. That's what you tell me. But you know what? Let me put a pause right there before you finish it. Because how many women, and I think some women can agree with me on this point. How many women have, you know you have a great man. And you know, um, you may not know all of their potential, but you know that, you know, that this is something that they have a passion for. And so you, you know you want to help them with it. You want to support, you want to encourage, you want to, I'm your biggest cheerleader, baby, go baby, go baby. And for us, that was that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wanted so much for that moment to be all that you wanted it to be, to all to be all that y'all wanted it to be because we all bought in. Yeah. Both our families we had bought a, in. We had a summer camp. Yeah, all of us bought in. Full-fledged summer camp. But at the end of the day, baby, I wanted that so much for you that I was willing to do whatever needed to be done. And so there there were times, and I, like I said, I know some women can understand that there are times when you'll be like, oh, no, baby, it's okay, you know, when you're supporting your man's dream. Oh, no, we're okay at the house. Or, oh, no, it, everything's okay. Or, I'm okay. Um, when in all actuality, that always wasn't the case. And I now, I now know that I have I should have been you know, like straight up truthful with you yeah. about where we were, about where we weren't um, before I became overwhelmed. Yeah. Because I wanted the dream just that much. And that that's... For you, for us. That's something that we learned because I, I trusted you. I trust you to see, feel expose respond to stuff that i can't mm -hmm. so when i when i would ask you that it was like when you told me we were good i yeah. didn't think no more about it because you were so focused on doing y'all yeah. had y'all curriculum straight y'all had everything going and and everything was y'all were making an impact on the kids they were getting to, you know to trust y'all and trust y'all y'all's word and yeah. you know um it was it was encouragement good. and and you know, y'all suggestions and, you know, advice and different things like that or whatever. And, you know, the stories that you would come home and share with me, it was like, you know, th okay, this is the right place. They're in the right place yeah. at the right time. And this is going to work. And then, you know, once we got into, you know, other people involved, 
Um, granted, all of that didn't work out, but you know, it it was a it was a great. I don't think I would. I still wouldn't change that experience for anything. It was a great learning experience. Yeah, I believe the kids that we impacted doing that, the teachers, um, the schools, the environments. I think it was well. It was well received. It it's needed. God knows it's needed till yeah. this day is needed. Um, and the, the I mean, point blank, you know, everybody. Well, my little sister always said it takes a village. So we couldn't, parents couldn't be there and do stuff for their kids all the time like that. So to have somebody you trust to come in to speak a positive word, to be like, no, no, get back online, mm -hmm. get back in place, you know, and that's sometimes that's all it was. Um, it was a, it was a great feeling. Um, I think my response, my response to when you said, no, we not okay. I immediately stopped and went back to work. When I said I wasn't financially yeah. secure. When you said you wasn't financially secure, those were powerful words. And I stopped what I was doing and going, went back to work. Um, so the question is for you guys, same scenario, something close to it. Um, and some areas where what we were doing, you know, what me and Clint was doing family life builders, it was real close. It was moving. It wasn't moving as fast as we wanted, but it was right. moving. So right. who knows what would have happened if we would have stuck with it and stuck with it and kept going. Some people call that sacrifice. Um, and the family have to sacrifice to get to a place. And sometimes that stuff works. Sometimes that works. You get through it and, you know, you hit something. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a blessing when that happens. Uh, I, I, I stopped because it was pressure on my wife and my kids and I just came out of it and went back to work. I don't think that I missed nothing. Um, I think in throughout that whole thing, we learned a lot. Um, and I, I was, because I was right there with you, encouraging you to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't that you were doing it and were so focused and we were failing and I was over here saying, you know, babe, hey, we're failing as a as a couple, as a as a family, you, you know, stop financially. Being over there working for free. Right. And right. You need to stop doing all this stuff like right. this, that, and the other. You I need was to charge more. But there are but there are couples that are that are dealing with that. You know, yeah. with where the, the husband or it could be the wife are so career focused that it takes precedent over the marriage, the family, yeah. the children. You know, that the family is suffering from it. So how many people, you know, how many, you know, I think it was something that we I was reading and it said that, you know, especially in, in this scenario, it used the husband. And it was saying that, you know, the husband, um, I think they he um, either owned the business or he was like a president or, you know, CEO, you know, CFO, something like that or whatever, a higher yeah. partner in the business. And he worked all the time, worked all the time. You know, the, of course, uh, had they had a nice home. They had nice things. You know, uh, the wife could go shopping whenever she wanted to. And but that became the norm. 
that his, he was career focused, career driven. You know, you make more money, then you feel the need you got to make more yeah. money on top of that money to that, make more that's money. That's he lived that. Right. And so, and so the wife started to feel the effects of it because she started, yeah, in the beginning, I guess for her, it was, it was gravy because she could go shopping when she wanted, you know what I'm saying? It, the, the nice house, the nice cars and different things like that. But then it got to the point to where she felt like she lost her husband. Yeah. And it it became, um, you know, babe, you know, I want to spend time with you. Okay, we're going to spend time together soon, but I got to work on this. Yeah. And then it was, but babe, you know, I want to go out on a date. Okay, we're going to go. And then the dates were promised and then missed because of something. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And then it became, uh, babe, I'm sorry. The meeting ran over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it'll turn into... Not even bothering to call because she my wife and she know what I'm doing. So she understand. Yeah. Even though she is physically over here dying and saying, I need you, I need you, I need you. But you buy a necklace. Mm. Or you buy a bracelet. You know what I'm saying? Or you book a spa day or whatever it is. You know, you have a, people bring clothes to the house for her to pick out her you know, most the fa- her favorite is dresses. If that's the word. Favorite. I just made that up, y'all. Don't judge me. Um, but he he starts throwing things at her, and before you know it, things are not enough for her. Yeah, can't have a relationship. And so, what do you stuff. do? You see what I'm saying? And so it gets. And I think in this one scenario, it became it came down to the point to where she literally was about to leave him. Yeah. Before he had to, I think, as they say, take like a whole month off mm. for them to go somewhere and rekindle, reconnect. reconnect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's funny you say that because a lot of men feel like because they don't know how to show the the emotional part of love mm-hmm. that they work hard, mm-hmm. they're successful, mm-hmm. buy a nice house, buy nice cars, when wife don't feel like she's, she feel loved, um, just like you said, buy a necklace. What's wrong with you? I'm mm-hmm. buying you all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You got anything in your heart and desire. Yeah. What is your problem? Now, this is what this is what we usually tell couples in relationships that we see deal with this. I, I'm like, look, she's asking for you, and that is a great thing. Yeah. So you need to listen to that and respond to that. Yeah. Now when she stops asking for you hmm. and she's cool with you buying yeah. the necklaces, then that mean that need that she needed is being met, just not by you. Yeah. And that's that's real. Yeah. So most women, they they say what they want. They want you. So you have to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to respond to that, or if you don't know how to do that part, then you need to get some some guidance, some direction. Yeah, it's it's out there, man. Um. So, career over relationship. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what we say. We say you choose family. And it's not either or. You choose family and then get the support of your family to buy in to your career. Mm -hmm. And then move 
as one unit. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to go out and do stuff and then come bring it back. Sometimes you need to move as a unit to make all that stuff happen. Mm-hmm. How can your wife and your kids be a part of whatever you're doing? How can they help you grow with whatever you're doing? How can they be a part of it in some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion? It's it's different ways you can do it. But you will go a lot further if you have your family. Yeah. And what I mean by that is not a lot further in your career, but a lot further in life. Mm-hmm. Because... For somebody to know where you came from, to build and move forward and get to a place, and then you don't have that person, but then you attract people from where you are and not from where you came from. So they don't know them deep, dark secrets. They don't know the the struggle. They don't know the pain. They don't know that stuff. They just look at what you got now, and that's what they respond to. Yeah. So who you got that really know you like that? When you get there. Or do you want the fantasy of that? So choose family. Move as a unit. It works. Yeah. We had a couple that um that we, we mentored that stayed here. And the the husband, he's a, a very a very great drummer. Um had a jazz band when he was here and he wanted to go somewhere that where he can connect and build more. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to go to New York or Los Angeles, somewhere like that. So he picked Los Angeles. And his wife was a little afraid because she didn't know. She said he he has big dreams, big aspirations. I don't know what's gonna happen when we get to Los Angeles. Because yeah. that's a whole Savannah, a Los Angeles. Nother. Yeah, yeah, that's something. That's a whole nother. Yeah, nother. yeah. Connections, what you get exposed to. This, it's just it. It's it swallows Savannah, you know. Yeah. So, her whole thing was, I don't want him to get here because he's a good drummer, and leave us. So, I had a conversation with him, and then we had a conversation. We we were out. I, I mean, I was honored that they even came. Yeah, because they wanted to talk. To have a conversation. Yeah. And the one thing that we told them is what we just said. Make sure your family stays. Move as a unit. Move as a unit. Right if up you, under God. Make sure. It's some stay things there. a man can't take his wife to because it's too dangerous or whatever. But you a drummer. Um, 80% of the stuff that you do, that you perform at, your family should be able to go. At some point in time, your wife should be able to go and hang out with you. It shouldn't be nothing crazy. Keep it real. If some people be out there and they they got a persona, they they get into this mode where they do stuff, and this is this is who I am. What you what 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 you call it? The kids call me Joey. What's that? That's your alias. Yeah, whatever, whatever alias. alias. So this yeah. is what I am over here when I'm doing this and this, but this is who I am over here. That that don't seem confusing. Seem a little confusing. Well, what I am most elated about or glad about because we really loved them is that it worked for their good. Oh, it did. And they are they stayed a unit, they moved as a unit, still are a unit to and this day. To this day. And are doing very well. And he's doing yeah. all kind of different stuff. Yeah. He went to Los Angeles and he played drums for was it Lady Gaga? No. It wasn't? Mm. It was somebody. It was somebody well known. 
Yes, but he played but, for like two different, two or three different famous celebrities, and then his he found out his daughter was able to she got find out she was acting, so she started doing some stuff. So it, it worked, you know. Well. So it worked, yeah. good, man. It, but they moved as a unit. Yep. They didn't. He didn't go and just. Say the heck with my family. Yeah, I'm I, I'm riding this wave. Yeah. I'll come back and get y'all. He didn't do that. He was yeah. like, I'm moving as a unit, but yeah, if I go here, and I think he had to move a couple of times, but he didn't go by his his whole family left. So every time he had to move and go somewhere, that's what had to happen. So I'm not saying that that is the right way because some people couples have an understanding. They have a sacrifice that's beyond. You know whatever the case is, but but I think nine times out of ten, it it would be easier if you didn't have children involved. Yeah, if you were pursuing something like that, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where the husband goes before or just whatever. But when you got a but whole to, unit, man, you have to you have to evaluate yeah. what, what's going to work best for the family. Yeah, you got to be there. Yeah. You got to be a good example. You know, you can't be you can't be daddy here and long stroke. At the, on the Where drums. Everything got to be sexual. Who is long, long stroke, stroke drummer? Y'all tell me who long stroke. Five finger Benny. You can't be. Oh, what, yeah, Daddy, why they call you long stroke? But that's how you even, answer that? That even goes with the with the scenario of when we when you went overseas as a contractor and you worked a subcontractor, contractor, yeah. whatever. And you know we moved. Me and the girls moved in. You know with my grandmother and. We made that decision because we did have children together. So we made that decision together and we moved over there um, and you, you know, worked for several months and stuff like that or whatever. And like I said, that was a learning experience for us as well, because we had never truly been not been a family like that for months on end. And so it was a challenge for the girls as well. But of course, we all wrote buku letters during that time and, you know, phone calls when you could. But, you know, and it ended how it ended. It it grew us up yeah. a whole lot as well. Yeah. But like I said, you know, and like we would suggest to you, when it comes to careers, when it comes to um, family, when it comes to when in the marriage you decide to, to you know, it may be Go a career change, yeah. right, or, or, or pursue it, just make the best decision that is going to keep your family intact. Because yeah. I remember once something that, um, they were our pastors at the time, and they told us, shared us with this, shared this with us when we were in the meeting with them. They said, "the the the wealth, the riches of the Lord add no sorrow yeah. with it. The blessings of the Lord make it one rich, rich and add, add no, no sorrow, sorrow with it. Yeah. yeah, add no sorrow to it." And that was and yeah, so that, that was, was an eye opener. That was very powerful. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. why you got all this money? Why y'all say? Yeah. Because contrary to belief, you know. Contrary to what some may believe, it money because you got money you know, don't make that, you happy. Don't make you happy. It may make you, uh, or or put it say it may make you happy because you able to spend and you ain't got no concern about you know buying this or paying for this. But does it bring you true Tem- joy? Temporary happiness, right? That's exactly. What it means. Does it bring you? I, I want to be joyful because joy comes from the Lord. Good feeling, and that all the time. that so nobody can't take that away. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. We just wanted to chat a little bit about that because I, I um, we big on families, y'all know that, and it's real lives out here. You know, 
your wife, your husband, that's a real relationship. You yeah. know, your kids, those are real relationships. So during this time in 2020, coming to the end of it, um, COVID has highlighted the good things and the not so good things in our lives. Yeah. And it didn't highlight your money, although it affected lifestyles. It highlighted your relationships, mm-hmm. who you connected with. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll say pay that. attention to that. Pay attention to yeah. that. Because at the end of the day, and you know, God, I, I, we, we sent out blessings and prayers to those who might have lost their jobs and, you know, their lifestyle has changed tremendously. But at the end of the day, the people you got Drastic with you. Drastic changes, yeah. Are your family. Yeah. And you can, you can and make all, it yeah. and start again. And, and although, although the time when it happened, it was sad. It was tough to change and adjust. But I can guarantee you, at some point in time, y'all laughed. At some point in time, you, your husband, the kids, y'all had a moment where y'all remembered or something funny happened and y'all laughed. That's joy. Yeah. And That's this is a, this is a different time, but there even the times that we went through when there was the, the loss of a job or just whatever or a time that because you know believe it or not guys we we had some rough times as well I think for a whole month we didn't have a job you said believe it or not yeah why wouldn't you believe it well some people might see you know some people don't you know see see what's happening now and they don't think that you got you know yeah. stuff that happened yeah. in the past. But for there was that you remember that whole month, neither you nor I had yeah. a drop of money coming in, That's not zero, not Lord zilch, not nada. But you know, thanks to our families, we had more than enough. Yeah. But even in that place, we still found something to be thankful for, yeah. to be grateful for, to laugh to about, to yeah. smile about. Yeah. And that's the true test of things when you're at rock bottom. Yeah. What, you know, and we've shared some other times, but, you know, but even in, I think, and that goes back to perspective. What's yeah. your perspective at that moment? It could be, it could be that you ain't got no food, but you, you know, you, you, you do have family that hopefully or friends or somebody that can support you, but you're still together. It would be a completely different thing if you lost one of them or your family members or something like that, or you were displaced, you know, and separated and stuff. But, yeah. you know, I, you know, and, and I think, I, I think the same way, try to be, um, talk about the positive things and Lord, I, I may not have this, but I have this. And yeah. so I'm grateful. Yeah. Yeah. So. Recognize what the issue is and the problem is yeah. and figure out, make a plan to correct it or yeah. fix it, but then don't stay there. Keep it moving. Yeah. All right. So that's it. We just wanted to come and chat with you. Yeah, that's it. Listen to your wives and husbands listen to your wives. It don't have wives listen to your husbands. It don't have to be relationship over career. Right. It can be relationship leading to family and your career. Whole family win. Whole family win. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? I'm good. All right, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. It's been Pillow Talk, Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I'm still your woman. Yeah, you still my woman. You my motion picture. 
And I'm still his Deidre. <laughs> something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Have a great night. Night, night.